All right, all right, all right, all right, Cryptonauts. Let's go ahead and get started because there's a lot, a lot of news this week. It is insane how much stuff has came out in the past couple of days. This is probably one of the most active weeks, in my opinion, that has happened throughout the year. There's so much stuff going on. Like big news is like, wow, geez, Louise. So let's go ahead and show you guys what we're going to uh, talk about here. We're going to have four articles, and I do have two honorable mentions. Um, and, and, and all of these are good. So if you guys want to read more, head over to decrypt.co. Okay, so the first news we're going to read is uh, Ben and BitBoy Armstrong arrested after live stream rant. That is probably one of the biggest news of the week, of the year. It is insane how that uh, how that whole thing went down. All right, the second we're going to talk about Celsius Network creditors approved $2 billion restructuring plan. Yes, yes, it's been a long time coming, but we're finally here. Third one we're going to talk about uh, pro crypto uh, crypto lawmakers blast Gensler for loyalty to big banks. That was another big news that came out uh, yesterday, and uh, it was good in my opinion. So yeah, cool. Now this is actually funny. The next article is HTX loses seven point nine million dollars to hackers ask for money back, and I'll tell you why that's funny when we get to that. All right, and the two honorable mentions is SEC objects to Coinbase's role in Celsius bankruptcy distribution plan. Yeah, so what? Uh, Kiss it, Uncle Gary. Last news article is uh, Bitcoin Ordinals creator announces a new fungible token protocol, Runes. Yep. So if you guys want to read more of that, you guys can head over to decrypt.co. All right. Now, let me, let's take a little sip. Oh, here we go. Hmm. All right. Now, we do have a coin tree up here. If you guys uh, like the content make sure to hit that like subscribe follow and comment i appreciate all that stuff that is great awesome stuff but if you want to take it to the next step and donate via crypto we do have our coin tree available in the description below uh we have bitcoin ethereum dogecoin litecoin tron Monero, and a bunch of other coins check it out on the list um or if you want to donate uh in a different type of coin let us know and uh yeah i'll put it down if you guys want to donate bitcoin lightning the address is right there as well um, you can follow us on Noster, which is really cool. Uh, I've been posting on there recently. Um, and the podcast is pretty much on every single podcasting platform you can think of. But the one I highly recommend to everyone is Fountain.fm because that is the one that you can actually earn Satoshis passively. Yes, real Satoshis, real Bitcoins, you know, uh, for listening to the uh, to, to the podcast passively. Uh, yeah, just go ahead and click that link, listen to the podcast, earn Satoshis, all right? Uh, you can watch our videos on Odyssey, which is like the decentralized Web3 version of YouTube. Donate via PayPal, Patreon, buy me a coffee. Uh, let's see, here's a bunch of links to the podcast. You guys can watch the the YouTube videos uh, on the YouTube link there, or watch the live stream on Twitch. I am live streaming right now. Or hang out with me on Discord. I am on Discord every single day. All right, with that said, let's head on over to CoinGecko. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll get to that in a bit. Uh, make sure I don't forget. Uh, okay, let's head on over to... There we go. Refreshed. Good. All right, so the market cap currently right now is at $1,111,000,000,000, up by 1.9%. Bitcoin dominance is at 47.2%, and Ethereum at 17.9%, and the current gas is 7 gray. All right, top 10 is Bitcoin at $26,897. With a 1.2% gain in the past seven days at a market cap of $524 billion. Number two, we have Ethereum at $1,651, up by 4% uh, 
in the past seven days with a market cap of $198 billion. Number three, Stablecoin at $1. No gain, no loss in the past seven days with a market cap of $83 billion. Number four, we have BNB at $214 with a 1.5% gain in the past seven days with a $33 billion market cap. And number five, we have XRP at $0.51 cents, uh, with a no gain, no loss and a market cap of $27 billion. Number six, we have USDC stablecoin at $0.99 cents with a no gain, no loss in the past seven days with a market cap of uh, $25 billion. Number seven, we have Lido staked Ether at $1,652 with a 3.8% gain in the past seven days with a market cap of $14 billion. Number eight, we have Cardano at $0.24 cents with a 2.2% gain in the past seven days and a market cap of $8 billion. Number nine, we have Dogecoin at $0.06 cents with a 0.2% loss in the past seven days and a market cap of $8 billion. Number 10, we have Solana at $20 with a 2.9% gain in the past seven days with an $8 billion market cap. Again, as I mentioned before, uh, uh, Cardano, Dogecoin, and Solana are pretty much neck and neck, all fighting for that, I guess, eighth position because they're pretty close to each other. All right. So that there, Cryptonauts, is our top 10 coins of the day all right let's head on over to the news this is okay so our news is provided by decrypt.co the first news article is written by ryan gladwin ben bitboy armstrong arrested after live stream rant crypto influencer ben armstrong ex-host of the bitboy crypto youtube channel was arrested last night by Gwinton County Police while live streaming outside his former business partner's house, who he alleges has his Lamborghini. This morning, he took to Twitter to confirm the arrest, saying he did eight whole hours in the slammer. This comes a month after he was booted from Hit Network, which owned the BitBoy crypto brand, which Armstrong made famous, and less than a week after a failed bid to reclaim the namesake of the company. Armstrong posted to Twitter that he would be going live from a very special location. This location would be the house of crypto investor and consultant Carlos Diaz, who Armstrong claims is connected to Hit Network. During the YouTube live stream, Armstrong alleged that Diaz wanted to kill him, that he was that that he has links with the mafia and claims that he's constantly fearing for his own safety. Around 19 minutes into his stream, the local police arrived to question Armstrong. The police asked if he had a weapon on him. He did not have one on this person, but there was one on the back seat of the car. While being pat down, searches uh, while being pat down, searched. He asked. Uh, he is asked if anyone else is in the car. He struggles to answer at first, glancing down at his phone that is live streaming to 2,500 people. But he eventually admits that the woman he had an affair with is in his car. He claims his wife knows that they are both there. Armstrong explains that the woman named Cassie is involved in the situation with Diaz and that they came to Diaz's house on the way home from his daughter's tennis match. He then alleges to the police that Diaz has been extorting him, sending him death threats, and stole his Lamborghini. 
The live stream then goes silent with no images for 17 minutes before it ends. The Lamborghini in question was allegedly bought by Hit Network and given to BitBoy as an employee. When the network decided to remove Armstrong, they decided they wanted to sell Lamborghini to recoup funds that Armstrong allegedly stole from the company. Shortly after the live stream ended, a list on the Gwinton County, Georgia Sheriff's Office shows a white male named Benjamin Charles Armstrong was put in jail on September 25th, 9-11 p.m. It appears he has been charged with loitering, prowling, and simple assault by placing another in fear. Diaz has since released home security footage confirming that Armstrong was at his home and rang the doorbell. Decrypt has contacted Ben Armstrong and Hit Network, but they have not responded by the time of publication. Editor's note, the article was updated on September 26, 2023 at 9.10 a.m. to confirm that Ben Armstrong was indeed arrested. Whoa! Talk about drama. That is insane. Wow. And I'm sure that the, the, this drama is going to continue. So we'll keep you updated on what's going on with that. Honestly, I, I, I don't really want to talk about this because that's this is kind of like... And that's sort of like veering out of the crypto uh, crypto space and more onto like a personal like situation. So I don't know if I'm going to update about this, but this was big news. You know, a lot of people in the crypto space was talking about it, um, and, and it's it's very unusual that that this this live stream ended up with an arrest and and, and uh, uh, an ex. Girlfriend, ex. I, I don't know. I don't know what 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 Cassie's situation is with with Ben. I I don't know the backstory on that. Uh, but anyways, yeah. There's there's so much going on there. Uh, it's complicated. Uh, well, we'll see. We'll see. If the, I'm sure this is going to continue. There's going to be a lot more coming out. Um, I, I'm I'm sure uh, uh, Benjamin's not uh, gonna gonna stop there. He's gonna keep talking about it. Give us updates. Uh, so make sure to follow his new YouTube ch you new YouTube channel. He did create a new channel, so if you guys want to uh, get updates, follow him. All right. Okay. Now let's head on over to the next news article. This one's written by Andrew Asmakov. Celsius Network creditors approve two billion dollars restructuring plan. Yes, finally. This took so long. I've been waiting for this moment because. I, I am part of this whole, you know, bankruptcy thing. Yeah, I put my funds into uh, the Celsius Earn account, and it, it sucks. It sucks that uh, we're not getting it all back. Uh, but from what it looks like, we're going to get a good chunk back. So uh, it's better than nothing. It's better than, than, than the, I guess, the original the original, original uh, 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 distribution that was going to be put out. But this is way better than what, what original was going to be given to us. So... I guess everyone's happy. I think it was actually. Let's read it. Let's read it. Let's read it. There it is, right there, right away. I was gonna say ninety-eight percent. Oops. Okay. So more than ninety-eight percent of creditor groups of the insolvent crypto lenders Celsius have voted in favor of the proposed reorganization plan, which will return between sixty-seven and eighty-five percent of the of their investment. Additionally, Celsius creditors will get equity in a newly formed entity, tentatively called Nuco. According to a voting declaration filed by restructuring agency Stretto on September 25th, the reorganization plan was approved despite objections from the U.S. trustee, 
the DOJ-backed entity responsible for overseeing the administration of bankruptcy cases and private trustees involved in those cases. The final confirmation of the plan, plan's implementation still awaits approval from the U.S. Bankruptcy Court in New York's Southern District, with a hearing scheduled for October 2nd. So that's right around the corner. Actually, that's next week, isn't it? I think that's, yeah, next Monday. Cool, 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 cool. The proposed plan outlined in documents disclosed on August 17th details the distribution of approximately $2 billion worth of Bitcoin and Ethereum among Celsius network creditors. Nuco is envisioned as a platform that will expand Celsius' existing Bitcoin mining operations, hold stakes in Ethereum, liquidate other assets owned by, by the debtors involved in bankruptcy proceedings, and explore new business opportunities while adhering to regulatory requirements. The management team tasked with overseeing Nuco will be led by individuals from the Fahrenheit Group, group which won a bid to acquire Celsius Network in May 2023. Backed by Bitcoin mining company U.S. Bitcoin Core, venture capitalist Arrington Capital, and Proof Group Capital Management, as well as Stephen Kokinos, the former CEO of Algorand, Fahrenheit Group will also supply the necessary capital management team and technology, technology to establish and operate the new public entity, ensuring compliance with re relevant regulations. So is Celsius bankruptcy nearing the end? Celsius Network once held a prominent position in the global digital asset landscape, claiming to oversee a staggering $25 billion in assets under management as of October 2021. The firm allowed users to deposit various digital assets, including Bitcoin and Ethereum, to earn interest and take out loans by using their cryptocurrencies as collateral. Celsius filed for bankruptcy last year during the crypto market downturn, with the company's former CEO, Alex Mashinsky, being arrested in July. Exactly one year after the business went bust, Mashinsky was later released on bail after agreeing to a $40 million personal reconnaissance bond. Ah, can't say it. The surrounding approval from creditors marks a significant step forward in the Celsius Network's bankruptcy proceedings, potentially paving the way for a structured and equitable resolution that will benefit all stakeholders involved. The news of Celsius creditors voting in favor of the proposed restructuring plans, however, comes hot on the heels of the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC, voicing objections to the bankruptcy's company, company's plan to use cryptocurrency exchange Coinbase as a distribution agent for international customers. The SEC sued Coinbase earlier this year, and now it believes that the plan to use the exchange service may implicate many of the concerns raised in its lawsuit. <sighs> yeah. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's frustrating because um, a lot of these companies that are trying to do this, this ETF are pretty much relying on Coinbase's uh, custody because that's where they're putting their coins at. You know, you name the company, Coinbase is most likely holding those coins on their behalf. It's insane. Anyways, let's continue. 
third news is written by Andrew Thoravalas. Pro crypto lawmaker blast Gensler for loyalty to big banks. Ah, yes. This is a breath of fresh air. You know, I've been waiting for this moment. It's fine. It's no longer a dream. It's finally a reality to just hear him get ripped. You know, finally, here it is. Let's go ahead and read it. Gary Gensler, chairman of the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC, stood before the House Financial Services Committee on Wednesday for the first time since a judge sided with Grayscale in its appeal against the agency in August. Patrick McHenry, Republican of North Carolina, the committee's chairman, and other crypto-supportive members have frequently blessed Gensler's aggressive handling of the crypto markets. Today, those criticisms were sharp as ever. Quote, our patience is wearing thin, McHenry told Gensler during his opening statement of the hearing. Quote, your efforts to choke off the digital asset ecosystem is clear to all. McHenry continued, accusing Gensler of causing more confusion and lasting damage with his actions while calling out his agency for its losing streak in the courts. The SSC has frequently been criticized for failing to clearly express its views on specific digital assets relationships with security laws before firing off lawsuits against crypto exchanges and issuers. McHenry pointed out that back in 2018, Gensler referred to Bitcoin, Ethereum, Bitcoin Cash, and Litecoin as non-securities, though his views on the latter three coins are less clear today. Quote, it does not meet the Howey test, which is the law of the land about being an investment contract. Gensler said about Bitcoin during the hearing, I would say it's not a security. Tom Ember, Republican of Minnesota, uh, was even more scathing, blasting Gensler for creating regulatory uncertainty that's benefited big businesses and the crypto industry over startups. He also noted Ginzer's 18th year history working with trade five banking giants, Goldman Sachs, where he, where he accumulated much of his personal wealth. Despite your years of rhetoric, I'm convinced you are, you are not an impartial regulator. Emmer told the chairman, Instead, it's clear that you are working to consolidate your own power, even though it means crushing opportunities for everyday Americans and, frankly, the financial future of this country. He, too, highlighted the SEC's recent court losses against firms like Ripple and Grayscale. They're telling you that you don't have the legal authority to accomplish your goals of squashing competition in the financial markets. A common theme throughout your career has been your relentless loyalty to the largest financial institutions at a clear expense of innovation, competition, and everyday Americans, Emmer added. Unlike McHenry and Emmer, HFSC ranking members Maxine Waters, a Democrat from California, found Gensler's action on crypto to be praiseworthy, instead turning her ire to the Republican Party. Our patience is wearing thinner, 
Waters said in her opening statement, referring to her political opposition, referencing major crypto failures like Terra and FTX last year. She highlighted the SEC's action is shutting down crypto firms and recovering funds for harmed investors. Quote, I just wanted to make sure that the opposite side of the aisle, that the opposite side of the aisle, wait, wait, hold on, let's rewind that. Why is it said twice here? I just wanted to make sure that the opposite side of the aisle, that the opposite side of the aisle, I guess it's a mis mistype. Okay, whatever, continue. Uh, that protects crypto firms too often and in too many different ways. Know what you're doing, she said. Okay, and that's the end of that article. Ah, yes, finally, finally. It's only the beginning, Uncle Gary. Your time will come. All right, last news article of the day. This was written by Andrew Thorvalas. HTX loses $7.9 million to hackers ask for money back. Now, this is hilarious because we just talked about this recently. So, Huobi rebranded, right, to HTX, which is so similar to FTX that just, you know, just went under. And then all of a sudden, days later, HTX is now hacked. What the heck? All right, let's see what's going on here. HTX, the Seychelles-based crypto exchange formerly known as Huobi, has lost $7.9 million worth of ETH to a hacker less than one month after the company's rebranding. HTX has suffered a loss of 5,000 ETH due to a hacker attack, confirmed Tron founder and HTX advisor Justin Sun on Twitter on Monday. HTX has fully covered the losses incurred from the attack and has successfully resolved all related issues. HTX did not immediately respond to Decrypt's request for comment. Blockchain investigator like Peckshield caught wind of the hack ahead of time, identifying a suspicion outbound 4,999 ETH transaction from the exchange on Sunday at roughly 10 a.m. UST. The hackers addressed have been identified here and here. You click those links there. Sun noted that the losses represent a relatively small sum of $3 billion in assets currently held by users. It amounts to just two weeks revenue for the HTX platform, he said. And here's a tweet from Justin Sun. HTX Global has suffered a loss of 5,000 ETH, approximately 8 million. Wait, wait, wait. It, this is $8 million USDT. Um, okay, I see, I see, I see, I see. Okay. Uh, due, due to the hacker attack, HTX has fully covered the losses incurred from the attack and has successfully resolved all related issues. All user <laughs> assets are SAFU and the platform is operating completely normal. According to DeFi Llama, HTX currently has $2.7 billion worth, uh, worth assets on hand, a figure that's remained relatively stable since November of last year. Roughly one-third, 29.4%, of that value is stored on Tron's native TRX token, with its second largest holding being Bitcoin at 27.49%. Though the shares of lost funds is small, the exchange is vying to get its money back. The NM message sent over 
the blockchain, HTX said that the hacker's true identity had already been unmasked and threatened to involve law enforcement if funds were not returned within one week. We are willing to offer 5% of the stolen amount, $400,000, as a white hat reward to encourage the hacker to return the stolen funds, Sun added over Twitter. If the hacker returns the funds, we will also hire them as a security white hat advisor for HTX. Binance CEO Sheng Peng Zhao said Binance's security team would assist in tracking the hacker's funds where possible. And here's a tweet from CZ. After, no, excuse me, a week after you rename your exchange after FTX, jokes aside, uh, our security team will help track, uh, tr help in tracking hackers' funds in all cases where we can. Yeah, you're, you're funny. You're funny, uh, CZ. Okay. Earlier this month, crypto exchange CoinX also proposed a bug bounty after losing an estimated $54 million in assets to hackers connected with North Korea's Lazarus Group. Yeah, so hacks are still going on. Be careful with your funds. As I always say, not your keys, not your coins. Take them off of exchanges. Put them onto your own wallets. And be careful with what you're connecting your wallet to. All right? Be careful with those contracts. Um, yeah, just, just be careful with what you're interacting with. Okay? Okay. Good. All right. So, again, we've read the four, four articles uh, two honorable mentions, SEC objects to Coinbase's role in the Celsius bankruptcy distribution plan. And the last one, Bitcoin Ordinals creator announces new fungible token protocols, runes. If you guys want to read those, make sure to check those out. Oh, I forgot to mention, uh, over on CoinGecko, yes, the little candy jar. Make sure if you guys sign up on CoinGecko, uh, you guys get this little candy jar. You guys can earn candies every single day, right? So I'm going to collect my candies. I'm going to show you guys here on screen, right? You click collect. Ding, ding. Good. I got those. And if I go over to, um, do, 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 where is it? Rewards. Um, uh, hello. Uh, rewards. Is it rewards? Uh, yeah, yeah. There you go. Rewards. Here's the stuff you guys can earn, right? You guys can actually buy this stuff, you know, get discounts um, with your candies. So accumulate those candies uh, and get the discounts. On these items, and sometimes it lists like free and uh, you know, uh, technically free NFTs as long as you guys have like a thousand candies or whatever, you know. And so, yeah, just collect those candies and just wait for those NFTs to come out. I noticed that they come out um, like biannually, you know, like uh, like twice a year from 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 what I recall, you know. So it gives you enough time to accumulate enough enough candies to buy those those NFTs. Right now, it looks like they 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 took off um, the those NFTs that they had listed. Those are probably all claimed by now. Yeah, because they, they do go by pretty quick. So keep an eye on this and uh, earn those candies. All right, Kryptonauts, let's go ahead and wrap this up. With that said, um, well, until next time, stack sats and hodl. Adios.